Hey, welcome. It is seven minutes after the hour, and it's Froster Buns Friday. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm not sure I'm going to do this. I was going to do a Biden update. And then, uh, of course, when I do a, a, a Biden update now, I, I kind of have to, uh, well, it's, it usually would start from now on, and it will, with this. Call me irresponsible. Which I think is uh, perfectly appropriate under the circumstances. But yesterday morning on Think Tank Thursday, we had Kevin Jackson on. We had a little bit of a discussion about the papers that have been found. Uh, and, it, and we made an assertion. Well, we, we've got it all put together. Brian put this together for us. Here we go. Brian, he didn't get it, did he? He didn't, no, huh? You, do you think you could explain it to Mr. Talk Show host? <laughs> well, I'm really surprised that he doesn't know why Biden had these documents in the first place. You know, these were planted by Trump. <laughs> do you not understand that? I mean, it's, it's obvious that Biden had nothing to do with these Wait documents. Wait a minute, Brian. You, you don't know that I got it better than you thought. Not only were they planted by Trump, Putin <laughs> had Trump planted. <laughs> you didn't know the whole story, Ace. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, here we go with, with, with part two. I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know what? I, these but documents you know appear. Does it feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? <laughs> but wait. Mr. The Island is tipping over. There's more. I'm, I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. You absolutely can't. Welcome to the program. 874-9390. 800-529-5572. I got to tell you, I was really surprised that both of you and Hank Johnson listened to this show. Well, I'm not. We're, we're entertaining and informative, uh, educational, um, and it, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> they were planted. Oh, Lord. So if... Now, listen, I want you folks to listen uh, very carefully because I'm going to save you a lot of money. Maybe you have a, a lot of firearms or important papers or expensive jewelry. And you're thinking safety deposit box, safe, safe room. We put your mind at ease. I got a Corvette. I got a garage. Bring everything over here. And, uh, you know, everything will be fine. It'll be safe. You can, it is so, so safe to have a locked garage that you could put national secrets uh, in there, top secret information, and, <laughs> and you won't have to worry that anybody will, anybody will steal it. By the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Well, that makes it all that much safer, doesn't it? Now... Everybody is saying there are similarities to Trump and there are dis differences from Trump, and, and, they're, and they're both correct. But I will say this. The Secret Service was protecting Donald Trump's property, not 
not the garage uh, of Joe Biden. And where were those documents between the time he left the White House? And who are these people who are discovering these? Uh, do they have top secret clearance? Can we trust them? Uh, it's it's uh, it's really oh boy. And and why when they had this information before the election? How is it that it didn't leak out before the election? You know, when Donald Trump was in the White House, if he sneezed, uh, everybody was talking about, uh, you know, uh, what kind of handkerchief he used. Biden, this bombshell, and nothing happens. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. Because now, now the, uh, the Attorney General has to... Uh, He's got to come up. He's got to hope that the same answer comes up with both of these investigations. It's it's going to be fun. Uh, let's see. That Kevin guy uh, sure is clean and articulate. Yeah, he could run for president, couldn't he? Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, let me go to the phones. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Roger is on the line. Roger, welcome. How are you hey. this morning? Doing fine, Gary. Hey, you got to remember when you quote Hank Johnson that he was the individual that thought the island of Guam was going to capsize if you put too many people on it. I believe I mentioned that as in, in, in the intro. Uh, this is uh, what oh, he's he talking about. That's all right, Roger. Well, what's the small fine? Uh, listening but not paying attention costs a little less. Uh, but this is what uh, Roger's referring to. My fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated <laughs> that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. <laughs> oh, that's the genius of the Democrat Party. That's it, Roger. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. <laughs> he actually said that. He thought the island would tip over. <laughs> it's completely disappeared now beneath the ocean, just so you know. A little Guam update. Yeah, <laughs> just a little a little buoy where it used to be <laughs> so people can navigate. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Froster Buns Friday, 874-9390. Toll-free numbers 800 529 Five five seven two. We've got you. You got the inflation report, but you you didn't get a lot of the meat in the inflation report. Uh, so I will um, I'll get you a little bit more information about that. So you know where the economy stands. Uh, I do believe we are headed for that recession. Uh, the gas prices are going to go back up. It's going to be fun. You're listening to the Gary Nolan Show, and it's the Zimmer Radio. Network. 918, glad to have you with us on a Froster Buns Friday. <laughs> so, uh, storing important uh, in, in anything uh, is, is okay if you've got a locked garage and a Corvette in it. That's all it seems to take. Um, there are so many questions. You know, are there papers anywhere else? Are the people who are looking for these papers qualified to look at top secret stuff? Uh, where were the papers between the time he left the White House? Because there are some um, time lags uh, with uh, the uh, the Pennsylvania 
Biden deal. Um, so I, I'm not sure. But I really don't think any of it for Donald Trump or Joe Biden amounts to much. I think it's a technicality. Frankly, you know, I wish they would, you know, both of these things would just go away. But at the same time, I think what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And Brian and I have scoured the Internet, and I didn't check with you again this morning, Brian, but did you find the photographs of the top-secret folders splayed out on the floor from Joe Biden's garage? Or No, uh-uh. There was no. only a handful of documents as opposed to the you know thousands of classified documents that were left all over Donald Trump's floor of Mar-a-Lago. I mean, visitors were coming in there, and they were kicking them around there were so many trying to get yeah trying to get the, get yeah. them out of the way it was terrible yeah uh, the secret I'm, service thing uh the secret service weren't guarding his garage um hunter was in there a couple times but i'm sure that was you know, they had nothing fine. to worry about there no no and i mean it just it really is a lot of stupid and by the way brian you were asking me a question yesterday about whether the vice president can take top secret yes, documents. Yes, I kind of uh, wondered about that. Why did he have these documents to begin with? He was just vice president. Turns out that um, he shouldn't have. Uh, only the president could make them not top secret. Uh, and he could view them under the right circumstances, a skiff, whatever. But he can't uh, take them out of the... Uh, no. And bring them to your residence, right? No. And, Maybe you know, that's why this special counsel was appointed, because they're going to have to explain that. So now the question is, will the special counsels, and there are two of them, one for Donald Trump and one for Joe Biden, will they come up with different conclusions? Does anybody think for even a moment that they're going to prosecute Joe Biden for this? I, I kind of kicked around some scenarios in my head. Democrats know this guy is... You know, half a bubble off plum. I mean, and and if they if they actually did prosecute him, I think he could he could win by saying diminished capacity, and and nobody would you know nobody would deny that. Yeah, he's you know mentally not competent. But if the Democrats wanted to get rid of him, they might go along with the Republicans, and you know impeach him for this or or somewhere along the line uh find a way to get him out but they're they're too greedy they they wouldn't do that they could but i don't think they will so i i just don't think biden's going to get prosecuted i don't th he's <laughs> gonna claim that it was a mistake it got mixed in with other papers and hey i didn't know it and uh really sorry go ahead and take that back yeah but that isn't an excuse under the law it will be for him yeah so i i don't see him getting getting no. nicked on this no so the not. question then is what about donald trump what will they do with donald trump i mean if they're going to have to draw some very major distinctions between donald trump and joe biden in order to make it stick and they want to make it stick. Can you imagine that, you know, that slap my forehead moment that the uh, uh, attorney general had when this came to his desk? 
You know, he thinks he's a steamroller heading for Trump. <laughs> and, and suddenly this pops up. <laughs> like, oh, my God, now what do I do? More classified docs? Oh, wait, they're Joe Biden classified docs? Yeah, and, and now three. Oh, no. <laughs> three different locations. Uh, and the other question I have in my mind, because they, they told us yesterday in the news that while the attorney general and the president were down in Mexico and, uh, you know, that he never said a word to him about any of this complete surprise. You buy that? I don't think so. I, I, I really, I honestly don't think so. Anyway, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. You can go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message. Uh, Michael did. He said, did you see Biden mistake a Salvation Army guy for a Secret Service guy? Yes. How much more of this will we have to endure? I was serious when I asked the other day if this is the beginning of the end for Biden. Who planted those boxes? You know, Joe hasn't lifted a heavy box in decades. Well, they say he works out every day, so I don't know. Uh, hey, Gary, uh, you need to point out that the representative from Georgia, after making the statement that he was concerned that the island of Guam would capsize, was reelected. Well, since we got comment from him as a congressman from yesterday, uh, and then the whole capsized island was from a couple of years ago, uh, it's pretty clear that they reelected him in spite of all that. Uh, Roger says the Navy did build a large submarine base in Guam. Coincidence? I think not. I don't know. It, it's just such a bizarre situation. Uh, let me, uh, let me do this. I wanted to get to, oh, for crying out loud, how did I do that? Have you uh, heard by chance, you know, these, these, uh, documents in Biden's garage were there for six years. Is that correct? Why just now are they finding these? I don't know. I don't either. That's I, what's I, so I mean, curious about this. And where were they in the interim? You know, there was a, a period of time where uh, his uh, college think tank deal uh, didn't exist. Uh, he got out of the White House. It didn't exist. It gets created a year or two later, and then suddenly the papers show up there. Who moved them there? Did Biden move top-secret documents there and not report it? I, there are so many questions. And, you know, where was he storing them in that period? Uh, I, 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 I really, I don't. I don't have any answers for any of this. I am curious to see what the answers are. Uh, my guess is the Chinese didn't break into his garage, and unlike Hillary Clinton's uh, uh, compromised email, uh, they didn't get a look at any of those papers. And how many of those, don't you wonder how many of those papers deal with Ukraine? I wonder how many of those papers deal with Ukraine and Burisma. Or Hunter. Well, <laughs> I don't think there'd be any top secret documents on Hunter, but there would be some top secret documents on how they handled Ukraine. And I'd really be curious to see, you know, what that was all about. 
and whether or not those are papers that were kept out of the archives. Don't know. December's inflation report, the consumer price gains continue to cool. Inflation cools again as gasoline prices plunge. So it, it makes it uh, you know sound like things are, are really copacetic, but they're not. Overall, inflation uh, went from uh, 7.1 to 6.5%. That means you've still got inflation, and at way higher numbers than, uh, than, you, than they normally would uh, be happy with. Normally, they want around 2%. After stripping out food and fuel... The uh, volatile core price was up 5.7 over the last year. It's a moderation uh, from uh, 6% November. On a monthly basis, the core measure picked up, uh, though it climbed by uh, three-tenths of a percent compared to November. It was in line with expectations, but quicker than the previous reading. Uh, That means inflation ain't going away anytime soon. One of the big categories that dragged down the overall inflation was gas, fell sharply in December. Energy prices overall were down 4.5% on a monthly basis. That ain't going to last. That is not going to last, and that is going to come back up. I think we're st- the Fed still has to keep cranking the interest rates. And unemployment is a lagging indicator. It will show up. You're going to start seeing unemployment numbers flip. Food prices up three-tenths of a percent, a slight slowdown from earlier readings. Some products saw huge increases. Uh, Rent continues to rise, putting upward pressure on inflation. You know, if you can't find a place to rent at a reasonable price, you got to get more money from your boss in order to live. you got to have a roof over your head. Shelter costs climbed sharply uh, over the month. Uh, Rent of primary residents, eight-tenths of a percent. Uh, so that's not good. Uh, price for goods, uh, prices for goods also expected to climb more slowly, a decline outright as supply chains heal and consumers stop buying so many couches and coffee machines. Um, used cars and trucks, big driver of inflation early on, uh, they went down. So you got a kind of a mixed bag here. Uh, it's good that the inflation isn't as hot as it was, but it is still hot. That means they're going to have to increase interest again. Service costs uh, could help uh, uh, to keep uh, inflation higher than normal. Uh, Wage gains are rapid. Federal Reserve officials are worried that it's going to prompt service providers like hotels and daycare centers to keep raising their prices. So all of this tells me that They're not done. These interest rates are going to go up, and they're going to continue to go up. And when it finally makes, you know, that that crest, then all of a sudden, we're going to find ourselves clearly in a recession. And everything that Donald Trump says is working will suddenly not be working. And that will give him the opportunity to say it would have worked except the Republicans got in the way. See, it looked good till the Republicans took over the House. That's the picture they'll paint. Your comments coming up on a Froster Buns Friday. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
935 on a Froster Buns Friday. Uh, got a whole bunch of posts I'm way behind from GaryNolan.com. Jared says they're using this to take Biden out because the Democrats don't want him running in 24. Then they can use it against Trump, too. So it doesn't look partisan. Uh, Carol says, uh, Gary, I think the classified paper farce for both Biden and Trump will be used to exclude both from any future runs for president. Uh, and by the way, thank you for the kind words, Carol. Um, you see, that's that's a possibility, but I don't know. The, I don't know that the Democrats would really go along with that. Uh, let's see. Gary, this is Froster Buns Friday, says Dwayne. I have a complaint on most movies and TV shows nowadays. I would love to watch a movie without having some gay scene in the movie. I mean, every damn thing you watch now has a gay couple in it. I was watching a Disney superhero movie the other night with my kids called The Eternals. It was a good movie till about halfway through when a gay couple of guys started kissing. I shut off the TV and hoped my kids wouldn't ask questions. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so trite. Everybody's doing it. Every TV series, uh, practically every TV series is doing this. Uh, and the other thing that they're now doing is the, oh, don't call me her. Uh, it's they, them. Yeah, and it's frustrating. It's like, you know, come on. Be a little creative, writers. You're supposed to be. You're writing TV shows. Create something. Not the same old crap. Uh, you're not talking about fro you're not talking about this as frosting my buns. Missouri bill would create foundation to end unconstitutional National Guard deployment. Well, Anson, you can call and talk about it. It's Frost Your Buns Friday. Uh, let's see. I would have loved to see Chuck Todd's face when the Biden classified papers news broke, says James. Uh, why aren't why aren't we hearing about Biden preemptively pardoning himself? That was 24-7 on Trump for everything. And he, he you know, he's right, Brian. Remember yes, when uh -huh. everybody was saying, oh, he's going to pardon himself. But nobody's saying that about Joe Biden. Well, maybe that's because everybody knows he's not going to be found guilty of anything. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Leanne, between 2014 and 2019, the Penn Biden Center received $54 million in donations from anonymous Chinese donors. Yeah, I, I, I think we talked about that yesterday. In fact, right now, Hillary Clinton has got a professorship that's been sponsored by, among other people, the Chinese. Coincidence? Or are they in their pocket? You know, the thing that that gets me when they when the Democrats start grousing about communist China, what gets me is the communist Chinese and Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and all of these other Democrats really have the same foundational belief. They're not it's not like they're at opposite ends of the political spectrum. They're at the same end of the political spectrum. Communism is really socialism. It's socialism's big brother. And they both believe that the government should control everything, both the communists and the Democrats. 
So they're not like it's it's not like they're at odds with each other. And I've heard liberals talk about uh, despots that uh, that they admire, including Mao Zedong, among others. So I don't know why we think that they're uh, you know that they're enemies. I don't know why anybody would would think that. Uh, that uh, the chairman of the uh, Chinese Communist Party and uh, Hillary Clinton or or Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi don't agree. They do. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they're on the same. That they both believe the same thing. They are not enemies. Let me go to the phones here. Uh, it's uh, John that's on the line. John, welcome. How are you? Good, sir. I just wanted to uh, say you guys are wrong for really getting on Joe Biden. After all, all those confidential papers and stuff that he has are only because they have sentimental value to him <laughs> because they're intelligence reports about how his son Bo died in Iraq. Uh, that's what it is, huh? That's what it is. You're I mean, how can you hold that against the guy? I mean... He's talked about it in the press, and, you know, it's, it has sentimental value. So you you, you think that's going to be the excuse? Well, it could be one of many. <laughs> Let me pull on your heartstrings here with that story. Oh, boy. Yeah, the emotional response, not the legal one. All right, John, exactly. thank you. Thanks. Glad, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. But, do you, Brian, what is the difference... What is the difference between uh, the Democrats and the and the communists? I can't think of too much, really. No. <laughs> it's just where they're at in the spectrum of time. It, it eventually Democrats will be what the Chinese communists are. They can't get there right now cuz we've got a second amendment. Uh we've got a free press. Uh, and and they can't quite get there, but eventually, yeah, they're working on it. You know, that's where their goal is. Y you either get it, or we send you to a re-education camp. You either do what we say, or we will punish you. You live your life the way we want you to live. You know, and they'll still be flying around in jet planes and uh, driving expensive uh, cars and being driven by big limousines. But you and bodyguards, yes, uh, they'll even be able to cook on a gas stove if they want. But you, <laughs> on the other hand, will not. 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. Let me get back over here. Uh, good morning, Gary, says Doug. I am not one that speaks out regularly regarding homosexuality to each their own. However, I get very uncomfortable with all the HIV medication commercials showing men embracing and kissing one another. It's bad enough that there's rarely any commercials with... Doug, come on, with white actors? There are plenty of commercials with white actors. And I have no problem with black actors. Uh, and I understand if, you know, if there is a, a disease that is uh, communicable and more prevalent in the gay community... Uh, running those commercials. 
I don't know. It's I, it's it's mixed emotions. It really is. I I understand why they're doing it. There's a market for it, but um, I don't know. Brian, what do you have? You seen those commercials? I have. Yeah, I don't really watch the commercials, so I'm not paying attention too much when the commercials are on. But yeah, I've seen them. They bother you at all? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, let me get to the phones here. Tony is on the line in Fordland. Tony, welcome. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Nolan. Yes, sir. Um, so on these uh, presidential papers, yeah, I'm about tired of hearing about them. I'm really about tired of hearing about it. Everybody, everybody's got records in the back of their Corvette laying in a closet in Mar-a-Lago, blah, 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 blah. Hey, you know, it's 2023. I got a 16-year-old nephew that pointed this out to me. How come your generation feels the need to have everything in paper where you can touch it? And I said, I don't know. I said, I'm not really sure why we have to do that. Uh, it's 2023, so I got I got an idea here. It's going to cost a little bit of money, Gary. It is. So what we're going to do is we're going to take Carter and Clinton, Bush, Obama, Biden, and Trump, right? We're going to hook them up to their own little private Internet section, right, where they can access all of each other's documents and everything else, and they can go in there at 2 o'clock in the morning and tweet about it all they want. But... The hard copy documents can go to the archives. You don't need them in your library. You don't need them in your closet. You don't need them in the back of your Corvette. You don't need them anywhere else. I mean, this is public property. It's not their property. They're not entitled. They say that they're allowed to, but I don't remember the Constitution where it says George Washington and Abraham Lincoln could take home paperwork. I don't. I don't. I remember that part in there. I took a took a couple classes on that. In 2023, why do we need to have folders still floating around unless it's you're signing the thing on your desk, then you, like, digitally copy it, take the paper copy, send it over to the archives, they put it in there, they ruin it, they burn it, they flood it, whatever they do. But um, it doesn't make any sense that we're still playing with paper in 2023 and why these old dudes are all allowed to take their stuff home and they determine whether it's important enough to go on a shelf, in a desk, or in the closet, or in the back of the Corvette. Well, I think I think they had to just make the uh, rules clear: who can and can't, and under what circumstance, declassify, and then follow the rules. The one advantage to paper, Tony, is you can't hack it. The internet, That's true, you can't hack it. But the archives would have it. You know, if it was needed for legal documents, a judge could send so and so over to the archives, pick up the copies, and they'll have extra copies. Bring them to the court or wherever the council or or wherever the senators are sitting around griping about it, and they can all review it right there, and then it goes right back to the archives. It would be more of a house-cleaning and orderly way of doing things as opposed to having, where is Obama's library at anyway? Chicago? Chicago. Is it? Okay, so then you got W. He's got his down in Texas. I don't know where Clinton keeps his stuff at. But we've got scattered out across the country all this information that, quite frankly, shouldn't be in private hands. It well, the stuff that's the scattered out around the country shouldn't be top secret. None of that that's should be true. top secret. I don't see why they could take top secret home, but that's just me. Hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy that works for a living and pays my taxes. All right. Have a great weekend. Talk to you some other time. Thanks, Tony. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Up against the clock. Got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll play a little uh, McCarthy audio when we come back. Uh, it's about Eric Swalwell. 
Uh, we'll do that next on the Gary Nolan Show on a Froster Buns Friday on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 952. Glad to have you with us. By the way, yesterday we pointed out that it has been determined that the word field is racist. You can't use it anymore. Yeah. A couple of college campuses, uh, one on the East Coast, one on the West, said, no, no, you can't say field. You're not working out in the field. You're not in the field of electronics. You're not fielding questions. You can't use field. It's racist. Nobody quite understands how that came to be. But wait, there's more. Apparently, the Girl Guides of Canada, that is the sister organization of the Girl Scouts, has decided to drop their... uh, name for seven to eight-year-olds, they were known in Canada, as they are here, as brownies. The little Girl Scouts wearing their their, their brownies and their little, you know, light brown uniforms, and they, they, they don't do that anymore. The Girl Guides of Canada renamed its brownies branch after current and former members said the name caused them harm and prevented or delayed their decision to join. Embers, the new branch name for seven- and eight-year-olds announced on Wednesday, signifies potential that's just waiting to be unleashed. See, here's the problem with that, Brian. Eventually, embers is going to be bad because it's burning carbon fuels. Correct. And it it causes global warming. Their chief executive said both girl and adult members have been open to the name change, which was made with their input beginning November 2022. Uh, Embers won overwhelmingly in a vote that they took. The new name should be used immediately. So if you're the equivalent of a Girl Scout in Canada, you can no longer be called a brownie. Oh, no, this just in. The Cleveland Browns is changing their name because a lot of folks are offended by that, too. Yeah, apparently the color uh, is the problem here. Yeah. (laughs) Cleveland Browns. They changed that name. It's all over. I'm done. (laughs) Um, um, There's more. Uh, Girl Scouts of the USA also has a Brownies membership level, which is for girls in second and third grades or about seven to nine years old. In a statement to NPR, a Girl Scouts USA spokesperson said the organization is currently evaluating all aspects of our program to ensure alignment with its pledge to become an anti-racist organization. Didn't say specifically whether it was going to change the name of the Brownies. Um, And they support the Canadian Girl Guides or Girl Scouts uh, in their name change. So, now, right away, the first thing I wondered was, is there some, you know, deep, dark, racist history to the term? You know, there are words that we use every day. Nobody thinks about them. They're they're not racially intended. Uh, Most people of whatever minority probably have no clue that they use the words themselves. They have no idea that they should be offended. And then some news story comes out. Well, maybe that's true with brownies. Maybe it was some kind of nickname for young black children, uh, something, you know, like that. Uh, But no. The century-old name brownies came from English folklore and refers to fairies that aid unseen uh, in uh, household chores. 
Uh, do, do you get anything racist out of that, Brian? Nope. I I didn't either. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the person that has made this determination that the name Brownies is racist is indeed the racist. Yeah, well... Because their mind is going right to it. The other thing was... Um, the Girl Guides of Canada has renamed its Brownies branch. And here's the... After current and former members of the name... Uh, said the name, rather, uh, caused them harm and prevented or delayed their decision to join. So you are led to believe that a substantial number of little girls thought, I don't want to join the Girl Scouts because I'd be a brownie. And, and boy, that that's just so racist. It offends me. I'll bet there's not one. I'll bet there's not one little girl who, you know, from seven to eight years old, seven to nine years old, thought that the term brownies was racist and then said, well, under those circumstances, I, I, maybe I shouldn't join. I think these people are just literally looking for things to grouse about. So I'll be watching this carefully. I, I, I imagine somewhere down the road, the Girl Scouts here will do the same thing as the Girl Scouts in Canada. Uh, and they'll they'll eliminate <laughs> the brownies. A picture of my sister. How these things work. They go, oh, well, it must be racist, so we better change, too. Yeah, I got a picture of my sister in her little uniform when she was just a little girl. And I didn't, I didn't see anything racist in that at all. Uh, let's see what we got here. First off, I... Huh? What? Oh. Uh, first off, I love listening to the talented Brian Hansen and that other guy's show. <laughs> I think he's talking about uh, the the afternoon show. Could uh, be. I don't know. Uh, second, with the LGBTQ question on TV, it's easier for them to try to normalize those mental health issues than it would be to actually address the issues and get people the help they need. Uh, sure, the documents were found in the garage. The real question is, why does he own a Corvette and stand against global warming? Yeah, and he can't drive, the, maybe because he can't drive the damn thing. I mean, physically he has the ability, but the Secret Service isn't going to let him hop in the Corvette and cruise down the road. All right, it's Froster Buns Friday. Whatever's on your mind, your call's coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.